0: Alright, kia ora everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ngahire Talks. It's pretty choice today to have the Minister um, himself, Pene Welcome Woohoo! to our show today. Kia ora, kia ora, thank
1: you. Thank
0: you it's to the whanau. Oh, and we also have our local MP, Arina Williams, with us. Kia ora, Arina. Kia ora, kia ora, Arina. Kia ora, me again. Yes. <laughs> kia ora. So we thought today we had the privilege of having a few Ministers come through that we would have a chat about the budget, right? So the budget's just come out. Um, I thought, first of all, to start off, I purposely didn't look into anything on the budget before this all because I just wanted to have it fresh, but I also thought, you know, majority of South Aucklanders, I feel, would be the same. So for, before we even kick off, could you tell us, what even is the budget, and why is it important?
1: Well, I remember when I was growing up, when you said budget, it usually meant, oh, stink. Those, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Those chocolate chip yeah. biscuits, oh, <laughs> those were yum. So... Um, They are the best chocolate chip biscuits, actually. Anyway, um, so the budget is every year the government announces its budget, usually in May. And what the budget does is it sets out the government's new spending uh, for the next year, two year, three year, four year. And it gives the country a signal as to uh, what are our priorities Mm. at the moment, um, where we might look towards heading into the future and what kind of opportunities and what kind of investments we need to make to make sure that our country gets what it needs, um, is able to achieve what we aspire to, mm. um, but to be fair, um, you know, there have been budgets in the past that deliver for some, don't deliver for others, mm. deliver for, uh, you know, certain people or certain classes or certain industries, mm-hmm. but often, you know, forget about sort of the bigger picture and, you know, I, we all know, uh, you know, when I grew up over by the my shops in Manurewa, South Auckland was one of those places that mm. constantly missed out on a budget, mm. so… That's sort of the gist of it, it's an annual thing, announces spending, uh, and we've got some good news from this one.
0: Yeah, choice. So how does it actually affect our whanau, the budget?
1: So it affects whanau in a whole heap of different ways. So for example, in this year's budget, we lifted benefit rates Mm. considerably. So naturally for all of our whanau who are on benefits, um, that's a good thing for them. Uh, In other budgets, what we've done is we've invested into places like emergency housing and. To make sure that for our Farno who have no homes and find themselves you know doing it a bit rough, we can come in and support them. And other ones it's around health, mm. specific. Um, you know one of the proud ones we were a part of recently was announcing uh, more funding for breast screening and cervical screening for white yeah, 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 you know, so, so that's how it affects whānau. It affects mm. whānau in different ways mm. right across the country.
2: Yeah I mean. Yeah, I mean I, I'm a South Aucklander. Uh, entrepreneur, um, passionate about our people, Maori, Pacifica people. Um, for you, you know the budget inside and out. I'm like you, Bob, not too familiar with it. Um, what's most, or what's in it that's beneficial for someone like me? And also, I'd like to hear what's ex- the most
1: exciting thing for you about the budget. Yeah, look, there's some good, good announcements, and I'll, and I'll touch on a couple, and yep. maybe as we go get into the conversation, arena and you know, we might find other little pots of gold in the budget. <laughs> Um, for example, uh, one of the co that we'll be investing in is Maori um, uh, Media, and as part oh, of that, you know, we know Maori TV, we know Ewe Radio, all of those normal things. But you know, we're in a different time. You know, yeah. we're talking online. Yep. We're talking mm. all these other mediums that you know, old people like myself just really don't connect with too well. But <laughs> the future, and that's the now and the future. So there's money there to allow innovation, to support kopapa, to make sure that we're able to be current and relevant. You know, um, mm, awesome. so that's one example. And another yeah. one is tourism. Yeah, are, you know, some of our most exciting tourism products in not just in Auckland but across the entire country are kopapa Māori driven. You know, yeah. they utilise our beautiful surroundings mm. and our stories and that kind of stuff. And so there's you know there's fifteen million dollars there to continue to support cope up on Maori tourism initiatives. Um, but we also know that you know if we do a lot of that stuff, Pacific, for example, one of the um, budget announcements is to create like a Pacific Languages Commission to grow Pacific language and oh culture. Choice, choice. You know, we've got it for Māori, a Maori language mm. Commission. It's been there since the 80s. but we recognize the growing Pacific community mm. and how culture is everything and it's really hard to have culture if you don't have your language. Uh, and you're far away from home, mm. you know, you, you don't live back in the islands. Mm. Uh, so how do we support and grow your ability to connect with your culture? So those are some of the pots of gold I'll at least come to top of mind at the moment. But you asked me what's the one I'm most excited yep. about. You know, some things that get me up in the morning. <laughs> uh, two, I'll talk about two very briefly and then we'll get up. Uh, The first one is we announced an April a Māori Health Authority and a Māori Health Authority in the budget received $242 million wow. to set up, to start to continue to support kaupapa Māori health initiatives and also to strengthen our regional dynamic with respect to health. One of the biggest challenges, and this is, I'll, I'll give use this budget analogy, we announce something that sounds really cool up here and everyone goes, yay, equity, and then by the time it passes through the machinery, the time it reaches the community, it doesn't even look like what we announced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Māori Health Authority cuts out things like a DHB, where money has to go through to be filtered, and right. their focus mm-hmm. is primarily in the hospital, mm-hmm. which is important because we have to have a good hospital. But we know that actually working with our whānau with health is about being proactive. It's about taking the whānau on a journey. You know, I'd rather we work with whānau to have healthy lifestyles yeah. instead of building more dialysis units to make sure people can you know, have dialysis yeah, sure. with yeah, um, diabetes. So, so we can be more front mm. loading, if you like. Yep. That's the first cope of. The second one is housing. We all know it. In Tamaki Makoto, in particular, housing's just astronomical mm. and really hard. Uh, the Mori um, budget for housing is $730 million, which sounds like heaps. Uh, and it'll still unlock a lot of potential for our whānau. So
0: seven houses in Auckland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly to the point, right? <laughs>
1: But we can do a whole heap of things like emergency housing we talked about. Mm, yeah. We can also wrap around more support, literacy support to help find, because no yeah, one wants choice. to rent. Yeah. Yeah. They want to own their own home. Mm, yeah. So we've got to create pathways like progressive home ownership, shared equity um, home ownership, and, and that's how our people live. So this money will help us unlock that while also building some new homes. Um, you know, Yes, I'm Tamaki Makoto, but I come from a tiny place up north which – hasn't had a new home built in like 40 years. So they're all the opportunities we see in the budget.
0: Yeah, awesome. Awesome. (laughs) I want to flick over to you, Arina, as a a local MP here um, and part of the Labour Party. How's the budget sitting for you and for for our local communities?
3: Yeah, there are some really exciting things in there for me and um, it was a pleasure to go out to the new Parikuru o and just see how excited the kids were this morning um, when the Minister's rolled up and gave the announcement that more than 18 million dollars is being invested into that could um you would have seen it if you live in south auckland and you drive up browns road the site's been there for a long time but um the last government announced funding which you know there's, there's been more needed there so it was really exciting to be able to tell those kids today you're getting your could funded yeah. um that's the big story for For this budget, for me, um, as a local MP, I see a huge investment going into our local schools and rangatahi um, that is that future-focused story about how we build our community up here in the wake of something like COVID-19, which has really hit us the hardest. Um, Schools like Finlayson Park School, they're getting completely new heating infrastructure. doesn't sound like a big investment, but it means that those kids will be learning in warm, dry classrooms. Mm. Uh, And as we're talking about our Māori and our Pacific learning strategies, I mean, that's so important for a school which is bilingual, both English Māori and English Samoan. Mm. Um, So, you know, it's our South Auckland schools which are doing that innovation now, um, but we need to be able to support them more uh, with this kind of initiatives. It's also little things in the budget like um, the rollout of the Duffy Books and Schools programme. I know Witte School that we can almost see from here um, have that programme up and running but some schools in South Auckland don't have access to it so that's getting a big boost in this budget too.
0: Mm. Yeah, awesome. Like one of the things that we do we do here, we work with a lot of Fano or uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, creatives, innovators. One of the things that we see um, consistently is that our relationship with money, our mindset around money needs a lot of work. Yeah. Um, poverty, they say poverty is a mindset. Um, and so we're seeing it all the time, financial literacy, but also, like I said, just the relationship with money, how you think about money and stuff like that. Then the budget comes out with these big, humongous numbers that, to be honest, too, I think a lot of people don't really mean much yeah. at all. Yeah. Mm. Like, what, what? I mean, what's the secret here? How do we help people understand that? I mean, is the money going to trickle down to the communities or is it just going to get stuck at the top with the same old people?
1: Yeah, look, and that's been a challenge in the past, mm. uh, which is why, like I, I talked about the Māori Health Authority opportunity. Cuts out layers mm, basically yeah, yeah. and directs its investment into Fano at a at a community level. So, for example, um, before we came here, we we're at Papakura Marae, mm. uh, and they do awesome things out there. This opportunity allows us to skip them having to apply through, jump through all these hoops, and literally directly invest into the good kopapa that yeah, they do, nice. immediately helping Fano because we all know. It's Like the bus station in Manuko, here everyone clips the ticket, you know mm, what I mean? So exactly, it goes through exactly. three sets of hands by the time it gets down to the bottom, it's $11.50. It, it like. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's some structural thing we have to do. But to your point about how do we talk about money and mm. how should we talk about money, and I think that's why these kinds of podcasts and what we did today five hui around South Auckland. Mm talking to our whānau face-to-face about how this could help them or mm. to the likes of yourselves, how does this unlock uh, you know, more potential for our whānau here in South Auckland, which is really important and, you know, it's the old story, you can't beat the kind of kanohi to kanohi kind of interaction. We've got a long way to go, though, mm. to really lift and help our people Does out. Of there,
0: do you think, like, the Māori Health Authority is a start, eh? Do you think, is there going to be more of that
1: rolling out yeah, the other ministries? that's what I was going
2: to ask. Is there more chance to cut out more of those, those middlemen or those extra hands that are taking out some of that? So
1: our, our, our aspiration, when I say our, I say the government and, and with my tuahine arena here, we can't look at health as just being health, diabetes, mm. and all those mm. things that we know about. Health is also housing. Yes. education, employment, and you can't separate them. So if we get this Health Authority right, my expectation and my aspiration is that we'll start seeing the connection of all of these things coming in together. You know, I talked about if you put an unhealthy whānau into a new home, there's still an unhealthy yeah. yeah. So the Māori Health Authority with housing should be like that. Yeah. At the mm. moment, we build them separately. So that's our aspiration. Mm. That's, that's an ongoing challenge that we're going to have to confront. The whānau want it and demand it, and we're doing our best to deliver it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know you think Penny did a good job with the budget. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I'm so proud of our Māori ministers biased. for doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: Not at all. <laughs> Give us
3: some dirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's some difficult conversations around that table. And like there is with and everyone, And there has to right? be, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and coming at it. As a local MP this time, I've really wanted to see the delivery for South Auckland. Like, yes. I mean, this has been going on for me for so much longer than since I've been elected as an MP. I've been campaigning for the Labour Party since I was 15. Wow. And I can look you in the eye and say that this is a budget which delivers for these people, these people who need us most. When you yeah. knock on the door, I feel the responsibility of getting a Labour government elected because under the other guys, our people go backwards. Yeah. Get it, girl.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, trust <laughs> so me, there. she got it. She just it. And, you know, look, um, you've had ministers come through here, but this is a team effort. You yeah. know, when we talk with Aarina and our other colleagues, um, because the truth is we can't get into the communities like Aarina does and some of our other colleagues, so it's important to hear those real grassroots voices and mm. views on the budget. Otherwise, like you say, yeah. just talking up here and it means nothing to anybody else.
0: Who do you reckon missed out on this budget?
1: Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's Thank like, you. That is a hard Thank question. Thank you. Do you want me to stall for
0: a little bit? <laughs> Must have really thought um, about I, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye, <a> <laughs> <laughs> No, um, look,
1: you know, I think there's a bit of it in there for everybody, mm. but I know that there are some sectors, for example, you know, when we look towards um, our agricultural sector and, you know, farming, mm. for example, you know, we're we're trying to encourage innovation there so that it's not the traditional farming, so we look mm. after our our water, our whenua and all mm. that sort of stuff. But I know some of them don't have a particularly supportive view of the budget. But mm. I also know, for example, if you've got an orchard, what's happened in the past is we exploit workers from the Pacific Islands and other places yeah. to come here and fill those jobs and we pay average money. Mm. We can't tolerate that anymore. So yeah. we can't support those kinds of schemes to see our people continually press down here. But of course they'll tell us that the fruit is rotting on the ground and they need people to pick it.
3: Yeah, yeah. And um, if I could just add to that, I think that's a reductive view of this budget as well. Like when you look at um, the funding for Jobs for Nature, say it's one of the many projects that this government is, is funding again, um, you're seeing a massive rollout of investment into young people getting into jobs which do affect and, and grow our agricultural industry. I was um, yesterday out um, visiting Te Whangai Trust which supports South Aucklanders. They're getting a boost which is part of 72 new full-time jobs over the next three years for South Aucklanders who want to train up in in looking after our taiao. Um And these kids were, kids had been brought in by police. They were kids who had hit rock bottom in school and been booted out of more schools than they could count on one hand. Um, but they were learning these, these jobs um, which connect them to their whenua and and regenerate the forests and uh, dairy farming skills so you know there there is this pipeline of work going on about um, making sure that sector is sustainable in the future and so I I wouldn't even accept that that farmers are missing out here.
2: Yeah right Um, it's such a complex like process how do you decide who gets what?
1: Uh, it does go through a complex Do you process fight?
2: yeah um, you must and the ring to the death. there must be some Sometimes to the death. <laughs> strong conversations
1: oh look it's it's process laden so the process really starts in around october the year before yeah, like, and we jump through a whole heap of hoops you've got to prove your case you've you know otherwise everyone will put their hand up for money but you've mm. got to be able to prove that what you're bidding for can be delivered what you know it, it'll make impact on people's lives and that kind of stuff But ultimately we go through a decision process through ministers and it gets to the Minister of Finance who at the end of the day makes the final call and him and the Prime Minister and then Cabinet does a bit of an agreement and then he makes the big announcement. So it's it's ho-ha, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a process. A you don't want to hear about it. Anyway. I love,
3: I love the fact that the process now under Labor has brought in this really strict criteria to think about well-being, not just about the economic mm-hmm. impact of these budget bids, but how they're actually affecting human beings and enjoying their lives and living the lives that they want to live. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: All right, last, um, last comments, I suppose. What would be your advice to the communities in South Auckland when it comes to what's what's ahead for them?
1: Uh, yep. Uh, Engage with us, mm, um, okay. you know, if there are any questions because people will have questions about what does budget What's
2: means. What's your number? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> DM ask them on Instagram, she got it
1: 0800, but no, um, Arena and myself and others around, you know, Anahila, yeah. we're with Anahila and Papakura. Talk to us, uh, let yeah. us help people understand, but more importantly as we look towards those in our communities who provide these essential services, Mm. talk to them too, because we talk to them pretty regularly to see how we can support their good kaupapa. If you need help, if you need to understand this stuff, just reach out and ask. Yeah, awesome.
0: awesome. Hey, thank you so much, Minister Pini Hinare, for your time with us today. It was also also shout out to uh, Minister Jackson and and Davis who were here earlier. Hopefully they gave us a shout out on Tikarere. Yeah, <laughs> um, and It's nice to that. have you with us too out in Ngamahi Nui Kio Ngamahi, kia ora